before we start today's episode, if you are looking for more inspiration, visit my column on bizcommunity.com where I unpack the burning marketing issues that businesses face today. You can sign up for our FutureFit masterclasses at booyah.co.za to build connected customer experiences and also check out our other cool services. Last but not least, don't forget to book your tickets to our regular FutureFit networking events aimed at helping you surf the tsunami of change. The events bring fresh perspectives with tour de force speakers and thought leaders as we debate, learn, inspire, connect. Tickets always sell fast, so book today. All the links you need appear in the show notes of the episode or on the website. And now, from Solid Gold Studios, here's your host, Carmen Murray. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Carmen Murray Show. And today is our final um, series episode with Mark Keating, the sales guru. Thank you so much, Mark. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back, Carmen, and uh, excited, but also a bit sad being the last one for now. I know, I'm like totally mortified. Like, <gasps> I would have you here all the time. You just make me so happy. I feel like Pharrell Williams, because I'm happy. And I definitely won't start to sing now, so we're okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> listen, I don't care what I listen or what I sound like. Oh my gosh. Okay, so today's episode, we're going to talk about closing that deal and doing it like a pro. I'm not sure if it's the easiest thing for everybody to do, but there's no better person to ask than Mark Keating. We've gone through all of the various episodes where we've spoken about elevator pitch, diagnosing questions, and the negotiation process. Now we're sitting and we want to close this deal. What's the next step? So before I get started on that, I, I just want to share with you a, a story I came across years ago about the sales manager that's walking past in his office where there are two sales guys having a conversation. And they don't see him standing just around the side of the pillar. And he hears the one guy saying to the other guy, Chess, you won't believe how amazing my day was. I managed to generate 10 new leads. I made 28 cold calls. I've set up five new appointments. And I went and met with three new potential customers today. And the other guy looks at him and uh, kind of looks at him, shakes his head. And the guy says, and what about your day? How was your day? He says, yeah, I also didn't sell anything. <laughs> because doing all the activity, showing everything that you've put the effort into is meaningless if you haven't closed the deal. Correct. And in sales, yes, our objective is we only close when we help people to be better off, when it makes sense for them to go ahead. But we are measured in sales by the closes, by the results, by against target. And everyone says sales is not a numbers game. That's another debate for another time. Sales 100% is a numbers game mm. when it comes down to achieving your target, your job, your minimum. That's what the minimum is. Your goal is why you want to do it, but the minimum. And if I'm looking at the challenge around closing, and, and this is such a broad topic, is I think that historically, and I'm going back to the, the 70s and 80s, is, is the books that were out, and there's some amazing sale, real-world sales gurus that, that were out at that stage, you know, guys that I've certainly followed. But it was taught to close hard, and people were taught like they're 48 different closing techniques and these are the questions you need to ask the alternative close the hedgehog close the, I mean there, there, there's a whole range mm. of names in my opinion where we sit here in this year and, and here in Johannesburg 
closing is when it makes sense from the customer or the prospect's perspective to move ahead with what has been proposed to them. Mm. That's when the deal goes forward. And you don't lose the close by not asking the, the fancy kind of closing technique. You've lost the close during the opening process, during your diagnosis process by understanding are we going to be the right fit if i've asked going back to a couple of shows ago if i've understood clearly and we've engaged effectively by the time i come to present it's simply i'm presenting the logical conclusion around your requirements in the timelines mm. in the price etc and i've asked you at that stage i pre-close provided next time we meet common that i can show and present something to you around and I'll state your requirements, your urgency, everything else in the price, provided I can do that and you're happy with everything. Is there any reason why we can't go ahead and get the business done then? Provided mm -hmm. we've agreed that you can make a decision then. So it's the logical conclusion. But manipulative closing, I'm the most anti around that in the world. Thank you. Because I mean, but you know what? You can actually feel it when somebody's using those techniques on you. I couldn't agree with you more. And here's the thing. <laughs> I see people, you know, often I go into organizations and the guy said, teach my people how to close. No, let's teach them how to open. Yeah. Because if I open effectively, like I've just you know, explained, and I get to the end, the best closing lines in the world are the soft closing lines, such as comments are based on what I've discussed now and presented. It makes sense to me for us to move ahead. What do you think? Oh, love that. Love another one. Comments so based on everything we've discussed and I've run through. Are there any questions from your side? No. Perfect. Would you like my help? Help in what? Would you like my help so we can go ahead? Ah, Would you like my help so I gotcha. can achieve this for you? Either I'm getting a yes or a no, and if there's something else, to me a closing question is a soft question that mm. either I'm going to get a yes, a no, and if there's a well, I would like to, what else might come around it? I'd like to think about it. I'd like to, <laughs> sorry. I'd like to, okay, I would like to consider it. No, not a problem, comment, but just so I can understand a little bit more because here's what some ineffective people might do in sales because we haven't been upskilled enough. Okay, um, when can I follow up with you? The dreaded follow-up question. I know, I know. Then terribly, and this is tone-related, well, uh, okay, well, what do you want to think about? That can destroy you. But if I said common, I understand 100%. And, you know, it is a big decision. I'm just a bit concerned because somewhere along the way, I don't believe that I've provided sufficient value mm. around achieving your objectives related to the price. And what I found, you know, in researching a lot of customers that I've helped with this that also wanted to initially think about it, there were two core areas. The one was, is this going to achieve the objectives that they are looking to achieve that we've laid out with you? Mm -hmm. The second thing is, is that price relevant to achieving the objectives? Which of those two areas have you got a concern you want to think about? Achieving the objective. And, and what are the areas that you've got a concern around achieving the objectives? And we can stop there okay. because all I'm doing, I'm pulling out that if I've got to think about it. But if, I, if I've questioned effectively, I've proposed, I've got... At the logical conclusion, I wouldn't sit with this issue right now because I would have pre-closed. And, and let me maybe just go off, off this track for a second. When I'm presenting my proposal to you, I'm simply presenting that the close is at the end of a presentation. Mm. I want to Generally, I'd like to always present face-to-face -face a proposal. But even if it's in a written proposal, when I propose, it's got to follow the seven-step process. Common, so if we run through my presentation, uh, when we last chatted my understanding was your current situation is x the objectives you're looking to achieve are x is that correct that's correct cool 
the the value and the cost to your business at the moment is X, Y, and Z. Uh, it, is, is that also right? Yes, that's and true. And you've mentioned your sense of urgency today. If we can provide everything makes sense, you like, understand, afford, etc., we can get this signed off today. Is that right? That's true. Your decision-making process yourself and from a budget we were sitting with that. Brilliant. Mm. I can recap that in my presentation, in my proposal. Now when I present, I present exactly back to those points so when I get to the end, it makes sense for us to move ahead. Mm. And I know I'm, I might sound to some of the listeners that I, I'm not sticking to a closing topic. Guys, you know, gents, ladies, it's not an issue of trying to close something at the end if they haven't seen sufficient value. And that mm. comes in your sales process. If you're battling with people not closing, it doesn't mean that you're asking maybe the wrong question at the end to close. Look back at the reason why they're not wanting to go ahead. That's, so, that's such valuable advice because I think many of our conversions has to do with the process that we followed. There is some conversions um, that can't happen, which is out of our control, and we always have to accept that. But I do think that we always need to reassess and, and look at ourselves and see what we have not done appropriately and try and restore that before we actually do the final the final step so so basically if i understand you correctly when you see there's a bit of hesitance um, or a client says i need to think about it you immediately need to understand that you haven't addressed all the issues and there's you need to go back to square one absolutely if anyone says that they want to think about it or they're giving you an answer no my objective is to get to the truth okay. that's all i want because I want to make sure that we are the right fit to achieve your objectives. And if I can, and I believe that I'm presenting around it, that if I present and I, I anchor each point and we close each point off, by the time I get to the end, if you're telling me no, there's a reason somewhere that I haven't covered effectively. Does okay. that make sense? That makes so much sense. One other point, though. Uh, you know, I'm speaking quite strongly around where you get the chance to actually present and close face-to-face. -face. Mm. There are areas whereby I'm presenting I might be asked to send a proposal via email. I don't have a chance to meet with you face-to-face. -face. Mm. What I'm wanting to do, and this is a big one for, 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 for your listeners to your show, I'm wanting to say, fantastic, I'm going to send this through to you then, seeing as we're not able to uh, meet face-to-face, -face. but can I diarize for 10 minutes in your diary that I can talk you through the proposal to ensure everything makes sense and get your feedback then? Would that be fine? That's Huge. 99% yeah. of people never do it. The other thing is where it goes to a committee or a board or it's taken, I've got to chat with my partners. You're not going to be there to have that closing discussion. But I can set it up prior to the proposal. What would be most important to you and your partners when making your final decision? I've got to make that proposal relevant to those following key two or three points that gives it the best chance mm. of success. Tell me, based on what I've discussed with you, if it was your decision, what's your feeling now in regards to being able to go ahead? So my understanding is you'll have a decision for us next week, Wednesday. I'm calling for your decision. I'm not there to close the business. And that's also a big thing. I can't be asking those questions there. But then I've got to ensure to close that my proposal and presentation, whatever I've given, gives me the best chance to make it happen. So side note, listeners, look at your proposal. Look at it. Is it all vomit about you, your company? Thanks for allowing us this fine opportunity. Oh. Speak in regards to the points that they are looking to achieve and objectives and stick to. And them. that's the, the seven blocks that we spoke about. So the proposal's all about those seven blocks. 100%. And you can add, and you'll add things in around those questions. The questions you've asked and got the answers, if you're a fit, you've got to provide the information that it makes sense to them that they've got to make the decision to move ahead. Just a quick question, um, just going back to a few of our episodes. We didn't um, cover proposals in detail, but just um, to fill in the blank here, 
in your proposal, when you say don't vomit about yourself, somewhere you need to put in your proposal what your company's all about, wada, 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 right? <laughs> I'm smiling here. And, and, and where does 99% of, of, of proposals, where, where does it stand? In the first page, yeah. thanks for affording us the opportunity. <laughs> our company was founded in, we are our core stakeholder value. We like to collaborate okay. our narrative and we vomit, vomit, vomit. The next four pages is all about your geographic locations, even though I'm only based in Joe Big, want to do business. <laughs> and the eighth page has finally got the, the cost figure. Where does 99% of people, when you get a proposal, what do you skip straight through to? To the cost. So all the rest is the biggest waste of time. Huh. What I do is my first page is all around, number one thing, the objective for which we've engaged is to assist you in achieving X, Y, and Z. That's what the opening line's got to be, the objectives. In order to ensure our understanding is correct, please see below, current situation, objectives, value, urgency. So by the time I get to, and here's what we're presenting, it speaks back to everything. Again, I'm following a process that Mm. gives you the best chance. And I want to add to that, the top sales performers that I've interviewed and spent time with, here and globally, the top sales managers, leaders, and companies are those that follow a sales process. The biggest competitive edge in an organization is the skill and the process of your salespeople. You know, just a last thing from, from me, and I believe what you've got to bring across in the entire sales process is that you are there to help them to be better off. You have a genuine interest in their needs and requirements. And where it flips, stay away from learning about you, your company, your products. You've got to understand, but stay away from vomiting all of that all over them, giving a generic proposal. It's all about you and your company again, pricing on the eighth page. And then when you present it, we do this horrendous mistake when all of that's done bad. Common, have you ever met someone or sat next to someone or been at an event with somebody that you didn't know but had terrible, stinky breath? Have you ever <laughs> had that in your life? Have you had that? Yes. And amazing, those are the people that come up to you and want to whisper in your ear. It's like a secret. And oh, <laughs> That's what happens to too many buyers with salespeople when we get to the closing. And you know what the worst breath in sales, the worst stinky breath? It's called commission, sales, and closing breath. Mm. They manipulate around that and they can see it's all about them and their earnings as opposed to my benefit. Follow the process and you can be awesome. I love that. So we spent quite some time together um, and I think it would be amazing if we could just take all of these episodes and summarize it in one thought what would that be so i'm, I'm going to make this a little bit of a longer thought but speak quite fast to get there and i think <laughs> the starting thing common thanks so much for the opportunity to have been on these shows it's been amazing and and obviously for the listeners i, I really trust that i've been able to provide value let me wrap it up on, on these shows starting point is really your mindset towards the value of sales in your organization, the value towards sales in your role, that you're in love with this opportunity and that you really believe this is where you want to be. And that leads us into the first show around elevator pitch, that if someone asks you what you do, you stand and you wear that badge with pride. If it's your company or you work for a company, you've been chosen to represent your company from a sales perspective. Amazing. Mm. But you've got to believe in it. And if somebody asks you, we covered in that show, how do I bring that across that there creates value and engagement instead of just vomiting all about who I am and what makes me great, which led into then, if I then create the opportunity through a bit of prospecting and I'm face to face with that person person don't just practice what i'm going to tell them about me my company and why we're great practice and learn all of the questions i'm going to ask and we gave a great framework around that follow the framework you start to make sales it's a great sales process if you do that and we get into now presenting 
and the price issue does come up. We are price sensitive in South Africa at the moment. I've given a couple of tips around negotiation. And the key thing around negotiation is you want to ensure that you really understand if, if, if an element of negotiation is asked for, understand why, know your boundaries as to what you can or can't. And if you do decide to negotiate, get something back in return. And we finish off with closing, whereby the logical conclusion, if you do this thing properly in the process, it makes sense to go ahead. We don't close by manipulation, you close by opening effectively. And wrapping that whole story up, the worst breath that I've come across in my life, and I'm sure, Carmen, you've met people like this that have that odd occasion with a stinky breath. You meet someone, you go, oh, and your eyes roll back and, and, and you just go, oh, and they want to come whisper a secret in your ear. And, you're, <laughs> and it's the same thing for a lot of buyers where the salespeople are, are old school. And what I mean, they're not following an effective process. It gets to the end and they come up with the worst stinky breath in sales, commission breath. How do I avoid all of this and give my final tip? Take, if you have heard stuff that resonates with you, take it out and practice. Take it out and role play. Take it out and, and really get better in the office, in your car, at home, before you just go and practice on your customers. And I wish everyone the most amazing year ahead in sales. And again, thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Mark. That is such amazing advice. And for our audiences out there, keep on getting sales fit. And it's so, so important. Role play, role play, role play all the time. And you will always succeed if you apply your mind to it and take the advice from Mark. Thank you so much. And if you're interested to learn more about what Mark Heating does at Sales Guru, just check the uh, links below in the show notes. Thank you, guys. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye now. To our amazing audiences around the world, thank you so much for your ongoing support. Please take a moment to review and rate your favorite episodes, which will help others find us. You mean the world to me, and I thank you for being part of my journey to get people future fit. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Carmen Murray Show, another solid gold podcast. For show notes and more episodes, visit solidgoldstudios.co.za slash Carmen Murray.